This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. We are back and on to new taxes called revenue tools. In a meeting with the editorial board of the Globe and Mail, Mayor John Tory said he is ready to bring in revenue tools to help pay for transit and other city priorities. Now, revenue tools, as you'll recall, is another word for taxes. We've discussed it here at least a couple of times. And the tools that are on the table include a hotel tax, a parking levy for all businesses that have parking spots, even road tolls. Now, Tory's statement is in direct opposition to what Budget Chair Gary Crawford told me just a few weeks ago. He never said never, but he said not now. He assured me there would be no revenue tools in the upcoming 2017 city budget. So, what is the business community supposed to do with all of this? On the line, I have Simon Godreau, Senior Economist with Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Hi. So what do you make of this? Well, uh, first of all, let's say it's uh, definitely not good news for the small business community in Toronto uh, that the mayor is considering uh, new taxes. Uh, the last time uh, that we surveyed our uh, over 1,000 members in Toronto at CFIB, um, over 77% uh, of our members said that uh, the city should use existing revenue tools to fund uh, new uh, projects. Only uh, only 19% were in favor of, of uh, generating new revenues with new uh, taxes. Uh, and it's no surprise, given that uh, small businesses uh, in Toronto and in most major cities are uh, really overtaxed. They are taxed to the bone. So any new tax is a bad news for uh, Toronto small businesses. And it's also bad news for uh, our local economy. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Now, have you... Uh are, are you able to read the tea leaves? On the one hand, you know, when, when I talked to the budget chief, I said, uh, is this, are you having some kind of difference of opinion or split with the mayor? And he sh- assured me this wasn't the case. He just said, we've got to find, we've got to take a good look and take a sharp pencil to our budget before we look at revenue tools. So um, it's hard to tell from this editorial board meeting, is John Tory thinking of this, you know, for soon, or is it for a bit later? Have you uh, read the entrails on this? Uh, we don't have uh, insider information on this, but uh, uh, it looks like uh, there is still room for uh, uh, some kind of internal debate on this, and we certainly hope that there will be uh, reconsideration of this, uh, this uh, project for new taxes. Um, uh, there are um, probably other options to uh, fund uh, new infrastructure. It's definitely small business owners say that infrastructure is important, but uh, they are definitely uh, 
uh, overwhelmingly telling us that uh, the city should look at its spending before it looks at uh, new revenues. Uh, if you look at uh, the spending by the city of Toronto in the past few years, there have been some improvements. Uh, the city has been able to uh, rein in spending, but uh, it's certainly uh, not something that has happened overnight and not something that has happened for a long time. So uh, the city should uh, uh, stay on course, uh, make sure that uh, that spending is under control, and uh, this way you can find new uh, financial resources to fund uh, infrastructure and other project, but definitely new taxes is not the way to go at this point, and it's, uh, and small business owners in Toronto are very clear on this. Okay, well, it, it's, you know, we have not uh, put in new infrastructure. Our transit system really needs an upgrade, and, you know, the bottom line is that the money has to come from somewhere, and politicians are uh, allergic to any hint of raising property taxes beyond the rate of inflation. Yeah, and I think uh, they are right to to be careful on this. Uh, taxpayers, small business owner in particular, if you look at property taxes in uh, Toronto, uh, the commercial to residential ratio of taxes is uh, almost uh, four times. So small businesses pay uh, almost four times what uh, uh, resident taxpayers pay. So the uh, small business uh, owners are especially sensitive to new uh, taxes. Uh, and if you look at the, the city budget, there is a room for improvement. Uh, the last time we checked, 53% uh, of, of uh, the city's budget came from uh, paying employees uh, and uh, salaries with comparable occupations in Toronto and in the private sector were 11, 11% higher uh, for the city of Toronto. Uh, if you include benefits, that is uh, pensions, pension costs, working hours that are uh, longer in the private sector, um, the advantage for city of Toronto workers is uh, almost 26%. So there are things that the city should look at before they consider any new taxes, there is room for improvement on the spending side. There is still room uh, to to cut spending. Uh, Simon, uh, I would also like to hear from our listeners. So I'm going to give the numbers again: four one six three six zero zero seven forty, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. And uh, if there are some people out there who are small business owners or have them in the family, uh, please feel free to call in. I'm, I'm going to give uh, some numbers. Uh, just last week. Uh, one of the real estate associations, sent something out detailing the negative aspect of that parking levy that is a possibility. And uh, I gather that that parking levy, uh, I think it, it would be the biggest revenue generator. And, and there are some people who are salivating at the prospect. So um, this group, RealPAC, uh, calculated who would be paying this and and to to what to how much how much so they're saying in York Center in Ward Ten a medical center on Bathurst will pay twenty nine thousand and eighteen dollars a year in a new parking levy in Don Valley East a small mall on Victoria Park where six tenants would split. $375,585 a year. 
And it goes on in Ward 12 Southwestern, a car service center where three tenants would split 35500 a year. And finally, they detailed in Ward 38 Scarborough Center, a regional mall where retail tenants would split $1.64 million. Uh, Simon, what do you think of those numbers? Well, if you think of your typical uh, small business, it's certainly uh, numbers that are staggering by any uh, kind of uh, standard. Uh, A typical small business could not afford to pay uh, such a high level of taxes. It will definitely, in many cases, uh, be the difference between uh, staying in business and and, uh, closing shop. So, uh, once again, our municipal leaders have to be very careful if they consider new taxes. They have to be mindful of the impact it could have on uh, a very high number of uh, small business owners, and it will have an impact on our uh, local economy and, uh, and, 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 and the, the, the life, uh, literally, of uh, different neighborhoods uh, will be affected uh, if uh, small businesses are uh, impacted in such a big way. Okay, let's uh, go to the phones. We've got Maria in Toronto. Hi, Maria. Hi, Libby. How are you? Your show. I've been listening forever. Thank you. Anyway, what that's going to be another um, money that goes to the people that own the parking lot, because the same thing happened with the charges five cents for the shopping bags. Uh, no, no, no. Go? This this would go to the city. So the people who own the parking lot, whether it's, you know, your pharmacy or a medical center, they would have to pay this tax on their parking spots to the How city. How would it show that, uh, you know, that somebody has to have a bookkeeper and keep the track of it? Or they may say, well, this uh, month we didn't get as many... No, no, it's just on the spots. You have a parking spot. If you have a store and it has three parking spots, they charge you a dollar or dollar fifty a day, three hundred and sixty-five days a year for those parking spots, and that money has to go to the city. But who's going to manage that? Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. The same thing, like the five cents that's supposed to go to to whatever. Well, that didn't go to whatever. That that. But um, they're still charging us. Yeah, that no, that was different because that didn't go to any government. That went to to whatever grocery store was charging it. Exactly. So I'm kind of I'm suspicious mind person. I think it's going to happen the same thing with the parking. Okay, Maria. Thanks for your call. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Uh, so, Simone, uh, Maria makes an interesting point uh, about the administration of all this. Uh, are we going to need a whole other? Uh, you know, department in the, of city bureaucrats. Well, you're right. Uh, it's an interesting point. Uh, transparency is key when it comes to uh, new revenues. Uh, cities often call for new revenues, uh, and they say that uh, it will be used to fund uh, dedicated projects. But uh, what we usually see is uh, what we've seen in the past is that uh, even when cities use the funds uh, to uh, dedicated projects, uh, we see that the budgets keep growing. So basically what they do is they use the money for the, the, the dedicated projects, but uh, they, uh, they free up 
uh, other budgets elsewhere to uh, to fund excess spending. So that's why first, before we have discussion about new taxes, we should have a discussion about spending in cities. Make sure that. Uh, this is under control, that this stays under control for uh, a long period of time uh, before we consider any new taxes. And at this point, I wouldn't say that spending is under control. I wouldn't say that everything is transparent. And I certainly wouldn't say that uh, now is the right time to uh, add on the tax burden of uh, small businesses in Toronto. Okay, let's hear from Dave in Brampton. Hello, Dave. Hi. Uh, some of the taxes I heard they were considering, which was gas, mm-hmm. I think they are dreaming. If you lived in, uh, let's say, Etobicoke, and they put three cents a liter, all you do is drive over to Mississauga. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not sure that gas is an option. Well, um, I forget. I, have to, I, I would have to check that. But there was a whole raft of these things. Yeah, there was also a sales tax. Yep. Now, if I was oh, they need permission car, for that. If I was buying a new car, I would drive out of the city to buy the new car to save the extra tax, mm-hmm. like most people would. Mm-hmm. And the same thing if you're buying furniture. So what they would be doing is jeopardizing all the businesses in Toronto by doing that. Well, yeah. And it's I also... think the only way they can raise taxes, it's called property tax, the same as we have up here in Brampton. We pay a hell of a lot more than you people do. Uh, you're right, and I know that there are a lot of people in the uh, in the rest of the GTA that really uh, resent that. Oh, I don't resent it. I think... We're paying enough to, to look after our community. So there you go. That's what they should be doing, to the same thing there. Well, the, the argument is uh, that uh, Toronto is an older place. The infrastructure was already built. And also, people who live in the outlying areas, uh, they're the people that use the transit. They're the people that use the roads because people come to work in Toronto. Well, you, you people never drive through Brampton or Mississauga? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> You know, it's a two-way street. If we don't come to Toronto, we don't spend money there. Okay, but your point is well taken, and it's very true. The property taxes in Toronto are lower than they and, and are. I'm sorry, but that's the only way they're going to get away with it and do it right. Well, Anything else, they're going to force the people to go out of the Toronto to buy whatever they need. Okay, thanks a lot, have Dave. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have very little time left, but we do have a small business owner. Paul, uh, thanks for joining us. Can you tell us in 30 seconds? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, hi, Yeah, the uh, number one problem we have in this country is politicians are not accountable for their own budgets. When does anybody ever do a forensic audit on the budget spending. It's common in most businesses or in most uh, budgets. They say, oh, geez, I got extra money at the end of the year, and they just spend it on some ridiculous project. Next thing is I represent business and bed sheets. So we're in a community in Toronto, and there's turns out there's 13 different communities where you got bed sheets in the windows because people can't afford to operate small businesses. Okay, small businesses so is the driving force of all the economy. Okay. I employ six people. There's six people making a living out of my business. Now, I can't afford any more taxes. I pay twice, three times as much in tax, four times, the fellow said. I pay three times as much for garbage removal. Then everybody else is your partner, especially Ontario Hydro, which is the most ridiculous scam in the province. Okay, Paul, so, I'm sorry. You know, um, your point is very well taken. 
we've got to go, and uh, I'm sure we'll be taking this up again. Thanks well, we a lot. Accountability. We need accountability from the politics. Okay, thanks a lot, Paul. And thanks to you, Simone Godreau from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.